0: The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this radio broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub, featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing one of the sermons in my husband's in-depth series on Heavenly Authority. The current section focuses on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the text pastor has been referencing is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. When we left off pastor Greg was reviewing the gifts delineated in verses 7 to 11 and he had reached the section in verse 7 on the gifts of healings. For background let's go back and pick up a couple of minutes from where we ended the last program. Here now is the author of the award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, Pastor Greg Scalzo.
1: And it is plural. I've seen times when um, in prayer for healing, um, you can lay hands on and your hands will get tremendously hot, tremendously warm. That tends to be the normal um, when the Lord is doing a healing. Sometimes you'll feel electricity through your hands. You can actually feel things being drawn out. Opposite of warmth going in, you can feel electricity coming out. Some, Some people have gifts of healing where if they take their hand and they move their hand forward in the Holy Spirit, it's almost like a force of the Holy Spirit coming out, and the people fall down and are bathed in healing. Sometimes if you pray for healing of a person, the Lord tells you not to actually touch them, but rather to put your hand around them, and you can feel a power of the Holy Spirit. If you read in Luke chapter 8 and verse 46, I believe that's the right scripture, where the woman with the issue of blood touches the garment, and Jesus said, who touched me? And then verse 46, he says, somebody touched me for I perceived power, some of your translations might say virtue, power going out from me. He could feel the power of the Holy Spirit going out from him. So there are different gifts of healings. Uh, Some people just fall down in the spirit as one has a gift of healing. But the end result is the people... healed. Why does God work that way? Why are there different gifts? Why does it work different ways? Sometimes people are healed through faith. There's a, there's a, a ministry of the gift of faith with healing, where the Lord just lets you know you need to believe for this. It even goes beyond laying on of hands. Some things you just have to believe for. There are different manifestations. Why? I don't know. This is the way the Lord works it. There's a reason for it, but there are different gifts of healing. Maybe it's when we think God does it one way, he does it another. But it's believing the Lord. He knows what's going on in our bodies. He knows what's going on in spiritual realms. There is, a, there is an overlayment on this physical realm of a spiritual realm. And just as there are laws in the physical realm, you drop something, it falls down, there are laws in the spiritual realm that we cannot begin to understand the battles between angels and demons. So we don't know how the Holy Spirit knows, and he knows what we need in a particular time. He knows, and sometimes you'll receive a word of knowledge of how you should pray for healing. Uh, The gifts work together. But as God determines, he gives special endowments of these gifts to different people. To another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, To another, the working of miracles, miraculous power. Sometimes if you're praying for healing, uh, and and miraculous powers, obviously those are the ones that you see the rarest. It's the hardest to have the faith for. Uh, If somebody is sick, you believe for healing for that person. If someone's missing a limb, it's a lot harder to believe the limb is going to grow back. Okay. It's just the way we're made because we're in this physical realm since childhood. We haven't seen things like that. I've heard of services where people have had teeth grow back. Um, actual manifestations of miracle, things happening, uh, that God interferes with the laws of nature, and the laws of the kingdom of heaven supersede, and actually things are created, just like at the beginning. Ex nihilo, from nothing, they're created. That's a gift of miraculous power. And obviously, um, it's easier to believe for those gifts if you're walking with Jesus on the Sea of Galilee and you see fish multiply and you see bread multiply, but we haven't had that much experience there, and so it's very hard for us to get the faith up for it. Laws of nature are being changed. God is changing the physical realm and there are those that are giving gifts. They operate under that miraculous power. They're called to operate under that miraculous power to bring that knowledge into the church. And you can see what happens when a piece is missing, right? If you don't have, if you have, you can have a church full of hundreds of people. And if you're missing the essential gifts, the body is not being built up and the faith is not being built up. And so you don't see happening what God desires to happen. And then sometimes you have those that do operate under the gift, but they have personality problems. And so then their ministries come into shame, and everyone says, oh, look at them, and they walk away from it. When it doesn't click right, the end result is the devil has a million ways to try to stop the church from being where it should be. But the Bible tells us where we're supposed to be. We can believe God for miracles, for miraculous powers. What else is here? He says, "Working in miracles to another prophecy. And we know what prophecy is, right? The proclaiming of the word of God, thus saith the Lord, right? And the Lord could use a prophecy to review the past. He can use a prophecy to give us information for now. And he could give us prophecies to tell us what will come in the future, and the role of the prophets in the Old Testament is clear. But it didn't stop with the Old Testament prophets. There are prophets in the New Testament. And you read that in the book of Acts. And there should be prophecy in the church. To another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits. Knowing what's going on in that spiritual realm, that layer I was talking about before. Being able to see, discern, the spirits, the demons, the unclean spirits, to be able to know their name, to cast them out, to be able to, sometimes you can actually see a manifestation. If something is wrong, you can see, sometimes it'll it'll look like a mask over a person's face, and the Lord will show you the mask of the demon overlaid supernaturally. Again, these things, for those that don't know the Lord, This is not the topic to speak about with an unbeliever. But for those who really believe the Bible is the word of God, I tell you, there is a gift of the discernment of spirits that the Lord can open your eyes to see spiritual things and actually see what spirits are around, discern the names of them, and give you then the ability to cast them out. Discernment of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. Now, you notice that tongues is not the only evidence of the Holy Spirit here, right? Though I believe that from the Scriptures, tongues is available to every believer. And I believe there is a special personal power to speaking in tongues. But there is also an office of speaking in tongues, which we'll get to, I don't think we'll get to it today, Where obviously if the person has that office, it's for public worship, they need to have the gift of tongues. If you're called to a certain office, if you're called to the office where you have a healing ministry, you need to have the gift of healing. If you're called to the office of speaking in tongues out in the church, you need to have the gift of tongues. But everyone really can have the access to the gift of tongues. It's very important. We've seen for personal worship these gifts are important. But it's not the only evidence of the Holy Spirit. That's why I have a hard time accepting the teaching that it is the initial evidence of the baptism and the only evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I think I've told you in my case, the first experience I had being anointed and showered with the Spirit was to lay hands on someone and they were healed. There are many manifestations of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Uh, But some churches believe in their doctrine that by creed that this has to be the first one and I I have um, problems with that. Different kinds of tongues, uh, tongues of men, tongues of angels. Uh, The ability to let the Lord speak through your mouth and pray the way the Holy Spirit knows we should pray. Yielding and things happening, what looks so foolish to men, causes strongholds to crumble, I believe, in spiritual realms. The gift of tongues is a very important gift. And then you have here, what else after it? To another, the interpretation of tongues. Well, in the church, if you have tongues and then you have interpretation of tongues, what do you really have if you put it together? You have a prophecy, right? This is another way the Lord can give a prophecy. Sometimes a person will, you know, when we speak in tongues, we're learning a language, Sometimes there's gifts of tongues you can go from one language to another. There's one language the Lord might give you, and then all of a sudden you're praying about something, and you go into a different language. It might be very rare, but for some reason the Lord makes you go into a different language. We learn several words. Sometimes if you hear a person speak in tongues, they will use words over and over again. Well, it's like a child learning a language. There are certain basic things that we learn in the Spirit, and many times, it's a catalyst for something else. If you notice sometimes, if the words in tongues does not match up with the interpretation, but you feel the Holy Spirit on both, you're showered by both so you know God is doing a work, you say, why doesn't? I, I saw early on uh, someone speaking in tongues when I was first saved, and it was elaborate, and you could feel the Spirit, and you know that the interpretation was like word for word. And I've heard testimonies. One minister told me how in one of the uh, services, they had a person speak in tongues and there was no interpretation. So everybody was saying, gee, you know, we have no interpretation of the tongues here. What's going on? You have to have an interpretation. And then they went out. they went out of the service a little disappointed. And this man came up from the back crying. And he told the minister that the person spoke exactly in the dialect of his hometown and was witnessing the gospel to him. So there was an interpretation because it was meant in that particular instance for that man who knew the language. And obviously that was a, a, an issuing forth of tongues where it was an exact speaking of what God is saying. But sometimes in church services, I believe the the person speaking in tongues, those initial words in the Spirit, is a catalyst for then the interpretation, which is really more of a prophecy, which starts with those words but then carries on past the words and tongues to a prophecy of the Lord, in which case you're not going to have a one-to-one correlation, right? Because only the first few words are being interpreted, and then you go into a prophecy. So you have tongues, you have interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit, again, being emphasized over and over again, the same Holy Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills.
0: We'll have to leave the sermon at this point. Pastor Greg Scalzo's new book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, 30 Bible Lessons to Effective Prayer That Will Change Your Life, is available in paperback, hardcover, and ebook formats. In this book, Pastor addresses many questions that are important to a victorious prayer life, such as, How can I know the will of God? And how do I pray when I don't know what to pray? You can find more information at PastorGregScalzo.com and Scalzo is spelled S-C-A-L-Z-O. Please visit our church website at Shi'arJashub.org to listen to our library of hundreds of Bible study programs and find information about our church services and events. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jashu.